coming up. The Panthers win in a shootout, and the two hottest teams to start the season both get a win. This is Locked On Game to Game NHL. Every game, every team, every angle. Locked On Game to Game, your team every day. Welcome in. You're listening to Locked On Game to Game NHL local experts, all on the biggest stories on the ice. I'm your host, Kainani Stevens. Thank you for making Locked On your first listen every single weekday. Make sure you go and subscribe to Locked On NHL on YouTube and wherever else you get your podcasts from. We're going to start out with the Red Wings, who broke a third period tie with the Capitals with two goals in the final 20 minutes of the game. Locked On Capitals and Red Wings go over the finish in Detroit. Washington Capitals fall to the Detroit Red Wings by a score of 3-1. to one. Hi, this is Dan Holney of Locked On Capitals. The Capitals did not get the result that they were looking for as they have dropped three in a row. Darcy Kemper ultimately kept the Caps in the game as he made 23 saves on 25 shots. But the big news in the game is Alex Ovechkin gets number 786 and ties Gordie Howe for the most goals with one team. Just a big moment for the Capitals and Alex Ovechkin. Ovi is now 16 goals from passing Howe for the second on the all-time goals list. In between periods, Ovechkin said, It's a pretty special moment. Yeah, I thought about it, that it'd be nice to tie him, but it'd be much cooler if I pass him here. So just a truly historic night for the Capitals. It's a historic night for the NHL. And just a really great moment to be a fan of the NHL at large. If you think about it, you are witnessing Alex Ovechkin breaking all these goals in real time. We're not looking at some archival footage here. We are seeing the real thing. Eventually, Alex Ovechkin will be the great one of all time as he passes Wayne Gretzky. Uh, Just a really special moment to be a fan of the Capitals. Caps hope to get back into the win column Saturday as they take on the Coyotes. Keep it locked on to Locked On Capitals, and I will keep you updated on all the news on your Washington Capitals. Locked On Capitals, your team every day. Well, Scotty, the Red Wings bounce back in a big way after a huge loss to the Sabres on Monday. They get a 3-1 to lead over the Washington Capitals, their first regulation win against Washington since 2015, and it came at an opportune time. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we talked about it on yesterday's show, but this was a, a really close to a must-win as you can have in November. Like, it was really an important victory for this team. Uh, I mean, a lot to go over. Huso, uh, it seems like it's his net. That was a phenomenal performance. This defense kind of looked still like this defense. Some really <laughs> good performances by some forwards. However, though, Andrew Kopp with his first goal as a Red Wing at a really opportune time. All around, great game of hockey, great night. Absolutely. Power play and penalty kill came up big and was probably the difference maker in this game. And you and I are going to talk about the whole thing on tomorrow's episode of Lockdown Red Wings, so make sure you stay tuned. The Golden Knights continued their hottest start as a franchise with a win over the Senators yesterday. Vegas held off a comeback in Ottawa to earn that victory. And both our team's hosts tell you what made the difference in keeping Vegas at one of the best records in the league. The Vegas Golden Knights hang on in Ottawa. Chris Golick here, Locked On Vegas Golden Knights. The Vegas Golden Knights beat the Ottawa Senators on the road by a score of 5-4. to four. Everything was smooth sailing as VGK cruised to a 5-1 to one lead. Then Ottawa got a goal, then they got another goal, then they got another goal, and it was almost reminiscent of San Jose a couple years ago that not a major 
that we do not like to talk about. But end of the day, the Vegas Golden Knights walked away with two points in regulation, extended their winning streak to six games. For everything Vegas Golden Knights, follow Locked On Vegas Golden Knights, your team every day. The Senators' losing streak reaches four games after a wild night in Ottawa. I'm Ross Levitan reporting for Locked On Senators after a 5-4 Vegas win over Ottawa in a game that they led 5-1 midway through the second period. It was at that point that Anton Forsberg was pulled in favor of Cam Talbot, who made his season and Senators debut after being hurt in the first preseason game. After that change, though, all the momentum went in Ottawa's favor. Claude Giroux made it 5-2. Tim Stutzla made it both 5-3 and 5-4. With the net empty and chaos ensuing in the Vegas zone, they could not find the game-tying goal. Despite the losses racking up, it was a different vibe in this one. We'll get into that on the postcast and tomorrow on the Locked On Senators podcast. It's your team every day. At this point, the only team you could argue that may be playing a little bit better than the Golden Knights so far is the Boston Bruins. And Boston brought its winning streak up to seven games with a win over the Rangers in the Garden yesterday. Locked on Bruins and Rangers tell you more on how Boston's four third period goals ended the Rangers' hopes of a win. The Boston Bruins are 10-1-0 after a win Thursday evening over the New York Rangers. This is Ian McLaren, host of Locked On Boston Bruins. And the black and gold scored four times in the third period to secure the win over the Rangers, scoring four goals total on Igor Shosturkin, who is one of the best goaltenders in the NHL. That is no small feat. Five different goal scorers for the Bruins in this one, including Trent Frederick, who scored the game winner, and Jake DeBrusque adding his fourth goal of the season. A complete team effort once again for Jim Montgomery's club. They learned earlier in the day that Jeremy Swayman and Derek Forbort were week to week with injuries suffered the other night. And it's a next man up, next win up for the Boston Bruins who are now 10-1-0. So if you're a hockey fan, you do not want to miss Rangers versus Bruins games this season. What is going on, everybody? This is John Checkle, locked on New York Rangers. The Rangers uh, coming up short at home against the Boston Bruins, losing by a final score of 5-2. to two. Uh, It was a game that uh, had a lot of animosity, a lot of chippiness, which is basically just par for the course. Uh, when it comes to Rangers and Bruins, there's been a lot of uh, you know bad blood, nastiness, animosity. Use whatever word you want to use, but it's been uh, it's been pretty heated between these two teams the last couple of seasons. That continued in this one tonight, a couple of fights. And as for the game itself, Obviously, you know, tied going into the third period there. Looked like uh, the Rangers, they played a great second period. Looked, they might, looked like they might run away with this one. Uh, just wasn't meant to be, though. I think the fact that Ryan Lingering got hurt early in this game really hurt them. I mean, to begin with, he's just a heck of a player. But then you have to go with just five defensemen against a very talented Bruins team uh, for the last 50 minutes of the game, basically. You know, give or take a couple of minutes. I think that really hurt the Rangers. And uh, obviously... Bruins won the game, 5-2. to two. Ranger three-game losing streak is over. Uh, but we're going to break down everything that happened on the next episode of Locked on New York Rangers. Do not miss it. Coming up, the Devils make a big third-period comeback. This is Locked on Game-to-Game NHL. Today's edition of Locked on Game-to-Game is brought to you by Bet Online. They are the number one spot for all of your online sports betting needs. The World Series getting interesting right now, and of course, football is well underway. Whatever sport you like to bet on, you can do that at betonline.net. It's where the game starts. 
Welcome back to Locked On Game to Game NHL. I'm your host, Kainani Stevens. Thank you for making Locked On your first listen every single weekday. The Kraken are on a hot streak as well, but the Wild did not make it all that hard for the Kraken to get a shutout yesterday. Locked On Kraken and Locked On Wild have more on that game in Minnesota. For the second time ever, the Seattle Kraken have a three-game winning streak. We get the win on the road against the Minnesota Wild. We win this one a 4-0 shutout for Martin Jones. He saw 22 shots on goal, pushed aside all 22 shots. Loved this game for us. It was a weird cadence to this game. We were talking about it in the playback room. The Seattle Kraken did everything that they needed to do on the road, not playing an overcomplicated game, but Minnesota just never could find their groove and didn't find a way to make an impact on the game. The Seattle Kraken, they took advantage of that. They kept it pretty tight kept it pretty simple, and got a good win. So that's three in a row, keeps us at 500 or better. And we on Saturday were on the road still, but we're playing the Pittsburgh Penguins, who we were able to take care of at Climate Pledge Arena. Overall, a good game. Shane Wright in this game got double digits time on ice. But what's up with Jared McCann? Are we going to find out he was out of the roster or out of the lineup, excuse me, not on the roster? So want to keep up with that. We'll make sure we follow up with that tomorrow on Locked on Kraken and then throughout next week. But we got to win, Seattle hockey fans. Be happy. We held fast. We stayed true. And we got to win in the state of hockey. We'll talk about it a little bit more. And we're going to talk about prospects including what our Locked on NHL Prospects host had to say about Maddie Beneers and the Calder Trophy race. That's coming up on Friday on Locked on Kraken. That may go down as the easiest shutout a goalie has ever had against the Minnesota Wild. <sighs> hey, everybody. Seth Topol, host of Locked on Wild, your daily Minnesota Wild podcast. Recapping a 4 to nothing loss for the Minnesota Wild against the Seattle Kraken. Martin Jones gets the shutout. He only faced 22 shots, and the Wild were a mess throughout the entirety of this game, going with just 11 forwards before the road trip next week. Uh, it was pretty evident that uh, there wasn't a lot of line cohesion for the Wild. Uh, just a ton of turnovers, a ton of sloppy play. And uh, the Kraken only needed one tonight, but they get four in route to the win. Now, this wild team is without Marcus Foligno, Jordan Greenway, Brandon Duhame, Ryan Hartman. That's not really an excuse. You got to have players that step up and can get it done. And the wild just did not have anybody do that here in this one. So now a few days off before the road trip starts on Tuesday. For more on the Minnesota Wild, make sure you're following Lockdown Wild wherever you listen to your podcasts. The New Jersey Devils scored three third-period goals to shock the Oilers in Edmonton. The Lockdown hosts for both the Devils and the Oilers have their reaction after that big comeback. What's up? This is Trey Matthews of Lockdown Devils, and here is my post-game reaction. So, going into this matchup, the New Jersey Devils had their work cut out for them because they had to go up against a red-hot Edmonton Oilers team. The Oilers coming into this matchup were on a five-game win streak, and they had the exact same record as the New Jersey Devils. 
Now the New Jersey Devils were able to go into Edmonton and come away with a 4-3 victory. It wasn't easy because in period number two, Mackenzie Blackwood got hurt, and it seemed like all hope was lost once the Devils went down 3-1. to one. But can you say clutch? Towards the end of period number three, Ryan Graves was able to get the game-tying goal to make it 3-3, and then seven seconds later, Jesper Bratt was able to get the game-winning goal. So Jesper Bratt actually broke the franchise record 11-game point streak to open the season. So he continues his red-hot start to the season. Ryan Graves was able to redeem himself. And overall, Vitek Vanacek, he came in back against the wall, and he was able to shut the door down on the Edmonton Oilers despite giving up a goal as soon as he entered the game. But he settled down nicely. The New Jersey Devils are now on a five-game win streak, and they are still first in the Metropolitan Division. Seven seconds. Seven seconds is all it took for the Edmonton Oilers' five-game win streak to come to an end. Hi, I'm Brett Holden from Locked On Oilers, and despite getting goals from Connor McDavid, his 12th on the year, leading the team in goals, and Leon Dreisaitl, and despite leading for most of the game, it only took the New Jersey Devils seven seconds to get two goals past Stuart Skinner, and that is all they needed. 4-3 win for the New Jersey Devils over the Edmonton Oilers. And Stuart Skinner tried his hardest in between the pipes for the Oilers. 39 saves for Stewie. The Edmonton Oilers are back in action on Saturday against the Dallas Stars in a 2 p.m. matinee. The Panthers and Sharks needed a shootout to decide things on the West Coast. And both locked on Panthers and Sharks go over the Florida win to round out the night in hockey. The Florida Panthers gave their fans a little bit of a scare on Thursday night slash Friday morning, at least on the East Coast, during their win against the San Jose Sharks. What is up, guys? It's Armando Velez from the Locked On Florida Panthers podcast. And the Florida Panthers defeat the San Jose Sharks by a final score of 4-3 to three in a shootout. The Florida Panthers, they got a few lucky breaks in this one as Alexander Barkov passes on a shot and passes it instead. But the puck finds his stick once again and Reimers out of his net in order to make the score one to nothing. Radko Gudis gets a goal on a shot that James Reimer want, might want back. And the Florida Panthers continue to dominate the five-on-five game and even got a power play goal on a five-minute major by Luke Cunning, who knocked Patrick Hornquist out of this tonight's game. But the Florida Panthers came out very slow in the third period, came out flat. The San Jose Sharks came out firing and it resulted in three goals in that in that third period, which the San Jose Sharks had four goals in the third period all season and they got three of them in the third period. So not a good look for the Panthers there. But with pulling the extra, pull, putting the extra skater on the ice, Carver Hagee gets a sharp angle shot past James Reimer to tie the game and force overtime. And even though he hasn't had a goal all season, Sam Reinhart gets the one and only goal for the Panthers in the shootout to bring this home for the Panthers to get two points out of this. Not the prettiest of wins, but you take the two points. So to listen to my recap of this 4-3 to three win in a shootout at the Shark Tank, Make sure to listen to the Friday episode of Lockdown Florida Panthers podcast. We'll be bringing Nick Fairbanks for another Fairbanks Friday edition of the show. Your team every day. Eric Carlson continues his historical start. I'm J.D. Young of Locked on Sharks. Eric Carlson just off to 
one of the greatest starts that we have seen for a defenseman in the NHL. But the Sharks lose 4-3 to three in a shootout to the Florida Panthers. Carlson had either a goal or an assist on all three of the, Pan- of the Sharks' goals, but weren't unable to hang on to a lead. So um, right now, Eric Carlson is the engine for this team and is the most important player in Teal night in and night out as he's doing things that we have not seen anywhere in the NHL since pre-World War II days. So well, a full breakdown of Eric Carlson's brilliance, what we learned from tonight's game, and all that and more on your next episode of Locked on Sharks, wherever you get podcasts. That's all for today on Locked On Game to Game NHL. Thank you for making Locked On your first listen every weekday. Make sure you subscribe to Locked On NHL and your team's Locked On podcast on YouTube and wherever else you get your podcasts from. I'm Kenani Stevens. This has been Locked On Game to Game.